we've been, we've been talking on a topic about engaging the enemy, engaging the enemy, and how much more appropriate now than ever that we Christian believers stay on the, on the, front, of, on the front line of our spiritual battles, our spiritual attacks, and our spiritual uh, uh, things that is all around us continuously. And, uh, and it's, a daily, it's a daily battle. You know, when we're, we're serving the Lord and, 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 and trying to do our best serving God, it's, uh, it's important for us to, uh, uh, to allow the Spirit of God to, con- to do His work in our lives. It's important for us to, as we stay focused and we stay, you know, on, on sharp, that is important. And, and we're engaging the enemy every day and every day in and every day out. Um, last week, I talked to you about understanding our adversary. Understanding that there is an enemy, that there is somebody who wants to attack you, somebody who wants to destroy you, somebody who wants to uh, uh, not allow you to fulfill your full potential, for you to experience everything that God has for you. And, 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 it's, and it's important for us to understand the enemy, and that is Satan. Satan's agenda is to, um, to destroy you and to take you out of what God has in store for you. You know, sometimes we never... Uh, discover our full potential or discover the whole understanding of what God wants for us because the enemy continuously bombarding us with distractions and try to uh, derail you from the purpose that God has for you. And what happens through time, he has a, a, a way of wearing you down. He wears you down. But I want to share with you for a few moments on this topic, and I really mean a few moments about equipped for battle. You know, it's one thing understanding the enemy, who our adversary is, but also we have to understand that we need to equip for battle. You got to prepare yourself. You have to be ready when, when, when the battle comes and whatever it is comes your way, we got to be ready. And, and right now in the bustling rhythm of life, um, aims our daily task and routine, there, there lies a battle. In our day in and day out life, there's a battle. One that is unseen by the human eye, yet is affects are profoundly felt in every heart and every soul. It, it's there. It, it's a battle. This battle is, is not fought on early, you know, areas, land, but, or, or weapons of steel and fire, but it's, it's, a, it's a spiritual warfare. It's a spiritual battle, and, and we need to understand that we need to, where those forces of light come from, the powers of darkness, because they, they're attacking us in our areas of our life that we, we least expect it. You know, sometimes when you're down and discouraged and, and more and vulnerable, it's when the enemy comes and whispers in your ear, you're no good, you just must go give up, you might as well quit, and so on. You know, when you're down, you know, it, it doesn't allow to attack you when you're in victory, when, when you have won and, and, you, and you're strong. No, it, it attacks you when you're less weak, when, when you're less expected. That's when the enemy comes in our life. Uh, Paul tells us in, a, in, a, in the scripture, Paul in his letters to the Ephesians, uh, he pulls back the currents of his spiritual conflict. He doesn't merely describe it, but he equips us for it. He says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his, of his might. He writes, but how? But, but how, how do we stand strong when the wings of ad, uh, uh, adversity blows, when the tides of cultural compromise rises or when personal trials seek to shake our foundation how do you stay strong in times like that 
How do you stay strong when, when, when you, you turn the TV on and, and everything's negative, 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 and how bad, bad, bad things are? How do you stay encouraged through all that? And you watch the news and, and, and you feel the grief in your spirit. You feel the burden in your life and you wonder, my goodness, how, how, am, I, how am I supposed to overcome all this? How am I going to make it? And not only what's happening around the world, but what's happening in my own backyard. And what's happening in my own family. What's happening in my own life. How, how am I supposed to be strong and, and courageous and, 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 and so on. But the Bible tells us, be strong in the Lord. We got to be strong in the Lord, in, his, in the strength of His might. You see, it's not in our own strength that you're going to overcome it. It's not in your own ability you're going to make it. You, you know, you're going to stumble and fall. But if you're going to overcome the struggles of your life, if you're going to overcome the, the temptations of your life, man, you, you got you to gotta rely on the strength of the Lord. You can't do it on your own. It's not possible. You might can do it for a little while, but sooner or later you're going to fall back into it. But he writes, but how? How do we do that? No, the, the answer is preparation. Just as a soldier will, will not step onto the battlefield without armor, neither should be the believers face the spiritual warfare unarmed. You know, it's a spiritual warfare, and, and, and I think this is so important, and, and, and you might wonder, man, you feel like you're repeating the same thing, but, but really, if we can grab this point in our lives and understand that the whole thing is a spiritual warfare, it's a spiritual battle, and, and what, what are they after? They're after your soul. They're after your life. You know, you know, one thing is the natural battles of, of nature, but the other thing is a spiritual world that is bombarding for your mind continuously, bombarding for your life continuously. And that is important. You know, and, and our battles are not against mere men, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. But, but take heart, for our Lord has not left us defenseless, thank God. He has provided with us with, with us with an armor, a divine armor, to tolerate every for every believer that whatever the enemy comes against you, you can overcome it. You know, as we share in this study for the next few moments, <clears throat> and, and understand that God provided something for us to prepare for the warfare. You know why? Because we, we all continually stumble and fall. You know, we, we start the journey well, and we start strong, and, you know, but through time, the, the, the world has a way of beating you down. The world has a way of, you know, sometimes the routine of life can become so, uh, you get tired of it and, 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 and lose focus of what's important sometimes. And, and what's important is, is to establish our relationship with God, our relationship with the Lord. The Bible tells us to there's power and preparation. I'm just going to share quick points and we're going to move quick. You know, when, when we consider the challenges of life, the trials we face in the spiritual warfares that surround us, a pressing question arises, you know, from, from where do we draw our strength? The Apostle Paul, like I just said, in his wisdom and understanding, he offers a profound advice for us or directive 
In Ephesians 6.10, it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Notice he doesn't instruct us to rely on our own might or our own abilities, but instead he points us to the source of strength that is boundless, unfailing, and divine. You know, this is something that we must understand to realize the source of our strength. You know, in our human nature, it is all too easy to lean on our own understanding, to trust in our own ability, or to draw from our own reserve of strength. You know, like this morning with the altar call, man, it, what a perfect timing because, you know, it, make, it gives us the ability to understand, you know what, for me to overcome all this, I got to give it to the Lord. I got to let it go. I can't carry this burden. I can't carry this weight. I, I can't carry. You know what? Even though it must still be there, but I said, Lord, I'm going to put it in your hands. Because I can't, I can't take this much longer. You know what happens when you carry something so long? It starts affecting you. It starts affecting your health. It starts affecting you mentally, spiritually. You know, that's what we got to give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Say, God, I, I'm trusting you on this one. I'm, I'm giving it all to you, God, and rely the strength from God. And yet, time and again, we've, we find those sores to be limited, at times utterly insufficient. But Paul reminds us that our strength do not come from within ourselves, but it comes from the Lord. We God trust in God. It is in Him that we find a well, a wellspring of power that never runs out. Aren't you glad you can always go back to Him? And when you're weak, you can go back to Him. Say, God, I need you today. I need you this morning. Or in the middle of the night, when there's no one to call, you can call upon the name of Jesus. There's no one to call, but you say, Jesus, I need you, God. At the midnight hour. Man, it's like God shows up when you're all by yourself and you think it's over. It ain't over. As long as there's breath upon you and you can call on the Lord. The Bible tells us this. It tells us he gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. That should be encouraging for somebody this morning. You see, the prophet Isaiah paints a beautiful picture of this divine strength. When he says he gives power to the faint. In other words, he gives power to the weak. What a confronting thought. Even in our moment, in a moment of weakness, when we feel drained, overwhelmed, or defeated, God steps in. Have you ever had God step in? <clears throat> when you thought that there was no way out. When you thought it was going to be over, but somehow God steps in. And, and it might not look like the way you thought it was going to look like, but God can rearrange the whole thing and work it out in your favor. Because what the devil meant for evil, God can turn it for your good. You know what? You know, you might look on paper. You might look on paper and you go, Pastor, this makes no sense. But oh, I know that God is working. According to the paper, it says that there's no way possible. But I tell you what, when God steps into your situation, he can, he can stop the sun, he can stop the earth, he can do whatever he wants and turn it around for your situation. My Lord, he can do it any way he wants. In the middle of all of that, 
You know what? Understand that the source of our strength is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. We must also be proactive in preparing ourselves for the battles we face. You know, we, if we want God to work in our side, we got to do our part. We, we got to be engaged. We, we got to be in the Word of God. We, we got to start claiming it and declaring it and say, God, I need the victory. Lord, I need this breakthrough. Don't just show up and think, well, God, this is your job. This is your responsibility. Hey, I'm here and just do whatever, you know, whatever you need to do. No, we, we need to be engaged in the battle. You know, you got to prepare to how, to how to use those weapons. You know, when, when Ethan was gone for a month, a couple months ago for, for National Reserves, you know, he went in there n- not to hang out and eat all day. They was there to train him and how to use military weapons. If ever he will go to a war, he will, he will know how to use those weapons. Same team in our personal lives. You know, we got to be equipped. We got to be ready. We got to be engaged. We got to be in tune with the Spirit of God and realize God, you know what, and be connected to Him. So you know when you're ready to fight, we got to prepare ourselves. So we got to do, we have to do our part. You know what, but how, you know, immersing ourselves in God's Word. You know, cultivating a life of prayer and, and, and fostering a, a, comi- a, a community of believers like we're doing this morning. Preparing is not a one-time act. It is a continuous process, a daily commitment. You know, because if you don't go work out no more, you lose it. I remember when I was young, I had extra time. I was, man, I was... How do you think she fell in love with me? <laughs> Had muscles everywhere. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> but but it's only good. But hey, same thing with working out. If you don't work out, you lose it. Same thing in the spiritual world. Man, you, you gotta you have to be in the word of God. You gotta prepare yourself. No, no, not, not only that, but you know, work we're, we're Combating cosmos confrontations in the world. Man, it's, 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 a, it's a spiritual thing. The spiritual landscape of a world is vast and complex and, and filled with battles that, that transcend our human understanding. Man, it, it's greater. The Apostle Paul wrote this, says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the, the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. We shared this last week. See, this passage is not just a call to awareness, but it's an invitation to engage, to, to come back, to stand firm in the face of cosmic confrontations in our lives. Man, it's telling us to, to be ready, to prepare. You know, to, we need to we need recognize the true nature of our, of our battles. It is a daily life. It is, it is easy to misinterpret our challenges. We might view conflict, setbacks, or spiritual dryness as a mere coincidence of results of human actions. Yet, behind many of those struggles lies a deeper spiritual cause. Our battles are not merely against other people, 
circumstances or our own weakness. There are, in essence, confrontations with spiritual entities that seek, seek to oppose God's purpose and derail our faith. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought why the devil attacked me so much? Why is all things that I'm constantly battling, battling something? You know why? Because, because there's a gift inside of you. There's a gift inside of you that God wants to use. And what happens, the devil in the spiritual world, he, he doesn't know your future, but he, he knows something God can use you. And, and, and that's why it continues that you're being bombarded in the world. And, you know, you go, well, it's just a coincidence. No, you have to look it in the spiritual eyes and say, God, you know what? This devil, yes, don't give up. You must have something big for my life. You must have something big for my life. Because you know what? It's like the harder it wants to hit, the, the greater God wants to use you. You know, if you were no threat to the devil, he won't bother you. You know what, if you're not a threat to him, you can't go and bother you. But you need to get to the point that when you wake up in the morning, the devils in hell are saying, oh my God, he's awake already. You know, they, they tremble in hell when you open up your eyes and you put your feet on the ground. You know, that they say, you know what, oh, he's awake this morning. He's awake this morning. God's going to use him in a powerful way. Now, some of you wake up and the devil just have a party. Oh, he ain't going to do nothing. He, he looks good on the outside. Oh, can I preach a little bit? He looks, in the, he looks good on the outside, but there is no power in there. It just looks good. It's like a big sombrero, but with no cattle. Just looks good. You know what I'm talking about? You know, and same thing in the spiritual world. You know what? You, 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 you have to be engaged and be ready. I remember years ago when I was a young man, we went to Miami Outreach in a, a ministry. And, and we were praying for this man who was demon-possessed. As we were praying, I was a young teenage guy, but we had my youth pastor and other people were praying. And we were in a circle praying for this individual. As, as he was there manifesting, doing his thing. We're praying, one, the, the guy who was demon-possessed opened up his eyes and looked at one of, one of the leaders, one of the person, straight in the eye, he says, you are a weak one. Confronted him. He said, you are a weak one. And they started doing his manifestation again, and, and the, that, that leader turned around and, and fell on the ground and started repenting. Because you know why? You, 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 you got to be ready for battle. You can't just show up and not be ready. Same thing in the spiritual world. It's, it's a spiritual confrontation. It's a spiritual warfare. That's what the Bible tells us. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the, the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. You know, sometimes we don't like to talk about this or preach about this because people are, oh, that's, that pastor, that's, that's a different thing. But, I mean, it's reality. It is the truth. It is a spiritual warfare that they're fighting for your family, fighting for your soul, fighting for your children. And we, we have to take control of it. 
See, the, the, the scope and scale over spiritual warfare, the, the warfare is or, 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 we're engaged. It is not a localized or limited. It's a cosmic, in other words, a heavenly scale involved forces and entities that operates in, in the realm beyond our sight. Understand that the scale of this warfare equips us with, with, with broader perspective. Uh, our individual battles are part of the grander negative uh, of the cosmic conflict between good and evil. Man, it's all around us. It, it, it wants to attack us. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to Rome, Romans, provided a confronting and profound truth. He declares, for I'm sure that Neither, neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present or things to come, nor powers will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Savior. You know what? What a promise. No force, no power, no entity, whatever on earth or in heaven can serve our bond with Christ. Man, you, 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 you have a bond with Christ. You have a relationship with Christ. And the devil will try to separate you, but he can't. As long as you're holding on to Jesus. Come on, somebody. As long as you're holding on to Jesus. I remember when Karina was little, cars were small. You know, you probably have, you can relate to what I'm about to tell you. But you go to the park, and we went to those water parks, and they have those, the wave pools. You know what I'm talking about? The, the water just goes back and forth. And I remember holding the kids' hands, and sometimes they get knocked down, and, and they go underwater. But as long as they were holding my hand, I was going to pull them up. Oh, come on, somebody. You, know, you, you might go underwater, but the Lord's going to pull you right back up. You, you might go underwater for a little bit. Some of you need to be hold a little bit longer underwater. But I tell you what, he will pull you right out. Oh, my Lord. I tell you what, and that's what it is in life. You might go under for a few minutes, but he's going to pull you out. What a promise. What a promise. And the last thing I want to share with you is this battling with God's armor in our inaction. Man, we need that armor. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. In other words, the attacks of the devil. You got to put it on. Put it on. And he continues with a description that the armor will, will look at in a, in a moment. This armor is not a merely symbolic. It represents the tangible spiritual resources God has provided for our protection and empowerment. I mean, think about it. It's not just, you know, here's an armor. No, but really it has powerful spiritual implications to it in our lives and it's important it's important can you come to the keyboard eric you know it's, it's important you know that, that we understand the, these battles in our lives the, 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 the enemy attacks us each piece serves as a vital function in our spiritual battles Understanding the, the schemes and tactics of the enemy. You know, before we dive into real quickly in the next minute or two that I have left, it is essential to understand why we need it. 
See, the devil employs a countless of schemes to deceive and discourage believers. But, but being aware of these tactics, it is the first step in resisting them. We need to understand that, man, they do whatever they can. They do whatever they can to attack you. You know, he's going to attack you where you're more vulnerable at. Whatever you're, you're weak at. Whatever your weakness in life is, you know, he's not going to tempt you with something you don't care for. He's not going to tempt you with something that you can overcome. But whatever the struggle has been in your past, whatever thing that the Lord has brought you out from, and, you know, you're serving, you're serving the Lord today, thank God for that. But you know what? He's not going to quit. He'll be continuously bombarding you, continuously bringing through your, into your mind, into your thoughts. You know what? But you got to take control of that. You know, if it's addictions, if it's, a, you know, if it's drugs, if it's a, you know, uh, identity problem and, you know, gender problem or, you know, whatever that is, you know, the devil's going to try to tempt you and, and attack you mentally, continuously. Because he knows if he can wear you down, eventually he'll get you. But how many know he's greater? God is greater. God is greater. You know what? We, we, we have to put the belt of truth. You know, guarding against the deceptions of, of the world in a world filled with deceit. God, God, God's unchanging truth serves as our anchor in our life. Man, the, the belt of truth. How I many know we need truth so much today? There's so much lies going on through the airwaves. So much things that are not true and things that we have fall for it. The, the, the breastplate of righteousness. That, that, in other words, protecting our heart with integrity. Man, we got to protect our hearts with integrity. Our hearts are so vulnerable to the enemy's attacks. The, the, the breastplate represents Christ's righteousness. Shield us from accusations, from guilt and moral compromising. Man, that we guard our heart. Then it talks about the shoes of the gospel of peace. In other words, carrying the message of Christ, preparing to share the gospel and, and, and live in a peace is crucial. Man, you know what? Some of us have so much conflict in our lives, so much conflict in our minds that, man, even at nighttime, you can get peace. At nighttime, you're wrestling with yourself. You, you know, you, you can't shut your brain off because continuously you're being bombarded in your mind continuously. You, you can't rest at night. You can't relax because you continuously, you know, the devil have you so messed up in your mind. And we, we, got, we have to find the peace in our minds. Then talk about the shield of faith. Deflecting the, the fiery darts of the enemy the, the arrows of the enemy faith is not just a passive belief it is an active defense with it we can quench the enemy's attempts to install doubt fear and encouragement discouragement man th that's what he tries to do he, he tries to hit you with those darts man he fucking just hit him with doubt in his mind to doubt his ability, to, to doubt who he's capable of, of doing. If I can throw doubt on his mind, man, I have him where I want him. 
People never feel like they're capable of doing things because they're always doubting themselves. They, they feel like they're not good enough. They feel like they're not qualified enough. They, they, they feel like they're not capable enough. And the devil does that day in and day out, trying to discourage you and bring you down. That's what he does. He does it to me. He does it to me. Man, it's continually doing that. But then it says, put the helmet of salvation. Securing our identity and our future. See, our salvation is just not about the future. It impacts our present. Man, it impacts this moment in our life. It's not just about tomorrow. It's not about next week or, 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 or next year. But impacts this moment of my life. What I do today affects tomorrow. We have to put the, the helmet of salvation. We're reminded of our identity in Christ and the future hope we possess. Listen, you, you need to remind yourself who you are in Christ. You know, sometimes we get safe and we, we come to church, but that's about it. You need to understand that you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. You are a son of the living God. You, you have been bought with a prize, the blood of Jesus. You are more than a conqueror. You, you have to remind yourself when you're down. You have to remind yourself when you're discouraged. Say, God, I belong to you. I'm a son and daughter of the living God. You are my heavenly father. You have to find strength. Man, sometimes you have to talk to yourself. You have to encourage yourself. Have you ever done that before? You have to encourage. Was it David, pastor, who, who encouraged himself? You know, he went and got a harp and played music and started singing to himself. He said, hey, he need to encourage yourself. Sometimes there ain't going to be people around you all the time encouraging you. You, you better learn how to come out of that by yourself. Because if you don't, you're going to stay there. You're going to end up depressed. You're going to end up discouraged. The last thing I want to share with you, the sword of the Spirit. The sword of the Spirit. Engaging in offense with God's Word. This is your sword right here. This is your sword. In the spiritual world, in the, in the heavenly places, this is your sword right here. The Word of God is your sword. When you go into a battle, spiritually speaking, spiritually engaging, you take the Word of God with you. Some of you need a big Bible. The bigger the Bible, the bigger the sword. Get you a paper Bible. Nothing wrong with a Bible on your phone. Nothing wrong with it. I'm not against it. But sometimes you just want to just get a hold of it like this. And make war. Make war. If you have to slap your child with a Bible, slap him. Lord, come out of there, you devil. Come out of that child. Or your wife, grab the Bible and hit him in the back. I got Bible print marks in the back of my back. 
Man, we can, we can slap the devil out of them. I'm joking. Don't do that. It's a crazy church. No, I'm just kidding. But I can visualize that in my mind. Sometimes you feel like you need to, right? Put the Bible under their bed. Put their Bible somewhere. They're the Word of God. This, this Word. This is what the Bible tells us by the Word of God. For the, for the Word of God is a living and active, sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing to the division of soul and, and of spirit, of Jones and of marrow, and, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Man, for the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Man, it's, it's living, it's alive and active. It's the Word of God. Listen, you read the Word of God, it will change your life. You read the Word of God, it will change your life. It will. You, you allow those, those words jump out of the Bible and get into your spirit. You, you got to read the Bible. We spend more time on Facebook than in the Bible. We spend more time on Instagram and, and TikTok and all this garbage than in the Word of God. If you would spend just as much time as you do in social media as, as you do with the Bible, this church would be packed every Sunday. This is the spiritual side that you can tell. That's I am. We got to read the word. We got to be equipped for battle. Equipped for battle. 